Five Breakfast. Catch up. And on a Friday after 8 o'clock in the morning, we invite one of our favorite people onto the radio to play Pants on Fire with us. And I'm absolutely certain get thoroughly entertained. Tababaloi, when we have a big guest in studio, what do we do? Well, we do this really cool thing. I hope you can join me in doing it. We yodel, oh, uh, but oh. the national anthem. I've never yodeled before. Of which before. country? What does that sound like? Well, well just let, let me hear you first. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. You actually weren't supposed to. It's fine. Okay. Just yeah. play the biggest <laughs> intro. 5 of them jazz bands. <laughs> My next guest is one of South Africa's top TV commercial and filmmakers. Yes, he's a film director, but we're not here, or at least we haven't invited him for that. Sorry, I'm sure. We are here because he just casually, with his other talents, won a massive stand-up comedy talent discovery competition. And then had two weeks at Jive Comedy Festival. He's one of South Africa's breakout funny people. I'm Zomalone! man how you doing i'm fantastic how are you doing i'm good it's so lovely to have you here you're based in cape town i'm not going to say you flew up just for us because that would be embarrassing That'd and be. it's also not true <laughs> uh, it's wonderful to have you here what are you doing in Joburg? i am shooting a commercial oh that makes sense that makes complete sense right okay so mates before maybe uh five months ago you're obviously big in the film industry i know about that through uh, my lovely partner jesse yes uh, but what happened for you to suddenly compute that you wanted to get on stage and make jokes so I've actually been doing comedy for a year now um, and, and I've, but I've been obsessed with comedy since I was a kid it's the one free space I think comedy like music is kind of accessible it's people talking people getting up on stage and saying something um, and this just felt like something that was in my life and I was scared and I was terrified and I, I met La Zola yes. who everyone says I look like <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to say that because then it's a white man saying it's black men look the same. Yes. Yeah, so that's I'm not, not allowed. That. <laughs> um, but yeah, I met Blazola and he, I, I asked him, I said, can I write for you? Okay. And he said, no way, no one can write if you haven't been on stage. So right. go on stage and try it. And I got on stage and it was like the easiest, most comfortable, wow. most intuitive thing that I've done in my life I think wow. in terms of any other art practice that I've had. So it's felt very comfortable and easy and I think I've been writing jokes for a while yes. in the back of my diary yes. or in my school books so I have an understanding of it that's a little different yeah but most of the top stand-ups get on stage and objectively they will say this are oh, rubbish yeah for like five to ten years in fact Patton Oswald tells the story that the only person he's ever seen get on stage for his first time and Patton Oswald was there for this man's first ever stand-up as a 16 year old on stage and he said this man killed it first day first time was Dave Chappelle so nobody else and you managed to do it in a year in a year I think also with 16 year old Dave Chappelle is different I'm 31 years old <laughs> So. <laughs> and you've been writing a uh, comedy for for screen also exactly so it's storytelling i think the broader thing is that i like to tell stories and so you get on stage and i felt a little more like myself a little more comfortable right. and i think there's you know benefit to that i don't know how good i would have been at 16 i, I would have been trash yeah well that's fine so cut to this massive stand-up comedy uh kind of talent discovery competition if i remember there were like a hundred finalists who actually made it to the competition proper there were like five or six rounds yes and then you won how was that experience it was I was so surprised. So I, I I'm I was literally just coming I come back from a trip and literally entered the night that I came back and wow. was like, Cool, I'm gonna try this thing out. Wow. Went over, 
had a joke that I'd been writing for like months but had been doing terribly everywhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Right, so I'm working on this joke. I know it's interesting. It's kind of like an introduction of where I'm from. I speak about Clackstop and corruption and the world and that. Clackstop. Yeah. Wow. Frighteningly so. I can see why you went to Cape Town. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. You have to escape. So I wrote this joke, went up, did it a couple times. So I did it the first time, got a good reception. I see. Won the first round that wow. I was in. Did it a second time. David Kramer was there. Wow. For I think the second time and the last time I did it. Wow. And he was like, that's your guy. So the fact that David Kramer was there to Arch kind of like solidify that is crazy. That's mad. And then your winning was you got to perform a two-week run. A month. Uh, sorry, a full month yeah. run at the Jive Comedy Festival. For those who are not from Cape Town, it's like a long-running, decades-long, biggest comedy festival. It's at the Baxter. Only the top performers get to do it. And you end up performing with legends like Skumba, like some of the biggest names, Skulk Poseidonhoit. Yeah. How was that? That was incredible. I think, like, the first night I walked up, I was looking at my toes. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, guys. I mean, didn't you have, like, more than 100 people to entertain it's, suddenly? It's Yeah, yeah. So it's 700 people. So I went from playing little clubs to, like, six, 700 people every night. So um, you are outrageous. Okay. It was terrifying. And it went well. It went really, really well. I think you kind of learn a lot. It was beautiful. Oh, my it was really, really beautiful. And how was it sharing stage with Skumba? That must have been crazy. So that man is is an icon. They were incredible. So I I was with Yasin the night that they Yasin played. Barnes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear Yasin Barnes, some Skulk, um, a bunch of people. I think you learn a lot from different entertainers. It's like even even from the point of view of like I might not be a fan of a certain thing, but once you see it on stage a couple of times, you have such great respect for it. You have yes. such like, you know, because you see people react to something and you realize how far behind you are. Wow. And what it means to be kind of a professional at this thing and wow. to play in front of people and to perform. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Maloney, last question, because then we need to get into Pants on Fire. Yeah. What's the response been? Because I know that the film industry is notoriously, well, part of it is like, we're artists, darling. We're You've only got artists. to make serious films. And if you're not discussing watching serious films, you're making serious films that often make no money and don't get watched by anybody let's be honest yeah but like uh, a what, couple has been, of those. what has been the response uh, to your stand-up success have people been weird about it or supportive I think it's a little strange in between right because there is this self-seriousness that kind of plays into it and who you're supposed to be but I think I've been consistently changing and moving and doing things that are outside okay. of like what that comfort space is and I right. think that's just been another step now and as surprising as it is it's also been to people that know me it's also been like yeah obviously makes sense amazing. yeah Maloney, what an incredible story of success I've now had like so delighted to have you on the show and coming up next we're going to ask you to tell us a story from your life because people really don't know you and it's time to fix that and I think you're going to enjoy it but remember it's pants on fire it might be true might be a lie we're gonna find out here's stay from the Kid Leroy and the Beebs catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za